Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In the meantime, before that happens, tonight, really special night at the MCG. Um, It's going to be a very, very uh, solemn um, and a bit more and a celebration of the great Shane Warne as uh, the Melbourne Stars are paying tribute to Shane Warne before their game and during their game uh, against the Hobart Hurricanes at the MCG. To tell us a little bit about that and the game itself from the Melbourne Stars, Hilton Cartwright's been good enough to join us. Hello, mate. Hey, Sammy. How you going? Well, look, I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Um, it's a it's a special night. Um, how, what does it mean to you to be a part of this match and a part of the uh, the tribute to, to Shane Warne? I think it's actually uh, it's it's quite an honour to be able to be involved in a game that's contributed to anyone's life, let alone arguably the greatest of the game. So uh, for that, I'm going to be grateful to have the opportunity to run out there and represent as much as what I knew of Warney. Um, but, I mean, the greater good of what Warney did for the game and, and did for a lot of fans and, and young legs been bowls for the best part of three decades, really, with his legacy. That's beautifully said. What what are your Shane Warne memories, experiences, um, you know, connection? Everybody who's been in and around cricket, I think, has... A warning story. What, what's yours? To be honest, I, I, I've got a few warning stories. Won't publish them on air too much. I'll let um, <laughs> let the closer family members publish those ones. But I think the best ones I can think of were, were Ashes in in the UK. Um, the way that he bowled in that series when Glenn McGrath went down, um, he basically bowled Australia to victory on multiple occasions, and even the the Test match in Adelaide. Um, he always came down to the group at training. I've only been at the Stars for three years now. Um, and every every year he'd come down, spend his time before and after games, chatting to the guys and just trying to share his knowledge as, as much as he could. Do, do you feel like he had an impact on your career in any specific way, Hilton? I think the, the biggest impact he had on my career was how competitive he was and the way that he used his words to describe how to, rather than being tactical or, or being technical with how he went about his business, it was more about a mindset and when he walked out into the field, he didn't matter what happened. He was going to do everything he could to, to spin the ball a lot and to actually beat his opponent and, and outskill them. So I think his competitiveness was the biggest thing I learned from him in training because he'd take that into the nets. He'd encourage young bowlers, no matter who they were bowling to, whether it was Glenn Maxwell or another young fella, just to really drive in that competitiveness in the nets and take that out into a game. Um, Hilton, thank you for sharing that with us. What? Um, just give us a, a bit of an indication on what's planned for tonight at the MCG. I know we're. I'm pretty confident we're all wearing we're all wearing number twenty three this evening in our warm ups. Yep. Um, and I'm sure the marketing department haven't shared too much information. I think they want to make it as much of a spectacle as they can. Um, but I know there's a lot going on. Um, I think they're revealing a stand, or I think Bay Bay twenty three. They're going to reveal for him, obviously, his number. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's lots more to come. I'm sure the marketing department have got a lot more, lot more planned. No, they certainly do. Um, we're speaking to Hilton Cartwright for the Melbourne Stars ahead of tonight's match at the MCG against the Hobart Hurricanes. The 23rd ball of the game, there's going to be a standing ovation. 
Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Keep count if you can, uh, Hilton. Um, they're going to be. Does that include no balls or is that? <laughs> That's a great question. That's a very, very good question. We need we need an adjudication on that. Don't get too confused. Oh no! I already and look, that's a, a natural state of being for me. Um, there, the, his playing top's going to be permanently hung in the change rooms. His family are, are going to be there. Obviously, tributes throughout the week, and um, the Melbourne Stars are going to permanently retire uh, the number twenty three. So, um, for um, uh, Clint Hinchliffe, um, I think he was wearing it last, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he. Was. I think he got told at the start of the year what was happening. Um, and I think he, he's now moved because we all noticed that he changed number. We didn't realize what the reason was. And yeah. obviously, um, once we asked him, then we, we then realized why, why it was. Um, so that is going to be a really, really special night. The game itself is going to be an important one for you, Hilton. Um, that was a, before we get to the Hurricanes, the Thunder, wasn't that a bizarre, a strange game in the way that it all unfolded and the twists and turns in it? How did you guys walk away feeling about it and how have you reviewed it? I think we we've actually walked away quietly confident about it. Obviously, it was a wasn't a great game, arguably by both parties' batting lineups. Um, but I think it just showed, given the, that we only had 120 on the board, we were still with our bowling attack. We were still able to make that an extremely competitive score. Yeah. So I think that gives us great confidence to play a bad game of cricket and almost come out winners. And if we put a full 40 overs together. Um, it's going to be pretty hard for teams to be able to beat us. So I think we've got to take a lot of confidence in things we did do well throughout batting and take a huge amount of confidence with the experienced bowling lineup that show class their, their skills the other night. Hilton, how's Marcus Stoinis going? Um, the vision that they really wanted to go to a lot and uh, myself and Liam Pickering were calling that game as well and looking at our monitors and then every chance they got the cameras, they went down to the sidelines and there's Stoin and uh, and Burnsy sitting by themselves with blankets on and, and towels around them, looking both like someone had run over their dog. Um, has he recovered? Is he okay? No, I think I honestly think the the timing of that game couldn't have been worse for him. <laughs> I think he hit his low point at about the, the third over mark when we were fielding, whereas we saw him the following day. They flew out a bit earlier than us, yeah. and that evening we saw him. He was walking around. He was feeling a lot fresher. So I think the timing couldn't have been worse for him. Yep. Um, but he's certainly feeling a lot better. Um, he obviously hasn't been around the group um, just purely on he doesn't want to infect the rest of the, the, the t- our teammates. Sure. Um, but he, I think he's going to be fine. You'll see him running around in the, in the field tonight. Um, what impact has Trent Bolt had? I mean, obviously, number one ranked one day international bowler in the world. Up until recently, the number five ranked T20 international bowler. He's been a star for New Zealand for a long time. He was uh, at your first pick, a platinum pick in the BBL draft. He's an elite cricketer. Um, what's he brought to the group? I think he's just brought, which which very much suits our vibe in the change rooms. He's just brought a lot of energy. Yep. Um, he's got a lot of gags. He's always laughing. He's always smiling. It, it's exactly what you see on all the videos on YouTube of how he carries on and, and has his little bits and pieces going on. He's brought a lot of energy. He just knows exactly what he's doing, and he chats to the bowlers, which we're fortunate to have some very experienced bowlers in our team, uh, but he just talks through plans, speaks to Zamps, the skipper, and works out exactly how we're going to either defend runs or take wickets, which has been amazing to, to watch how he goes about it so quietly and so effectively. Um, what about your, your own personal um, career and where you feel like you're at at the moment? 30 years of age, Hilton, you've had a couple of tests for Australia. You've, you've represented um, Australia in one-day international uh, cricket as well. Um, you've had a very good shield 
uh, season so far. 365 runs uh, in the six matches you've played, four half centuries in that. You're averaging 45. Where do you feel like your cricket's at, and do you still have the aspirations uh, to represent at the international level? I've, I've absolutely still got aspirations to represent Australia at the top level um, in, in all three formats. But I think the thing I'm focusing on at the moment is just really enjoying my cricket at WA. And I think we've got a really great... We've obviously had a great group around us for a long time. Um, but myself, Sam Whiteman, Cam Bancroft are really relishing the opportunity to be able to lead this group at the moment. And we're just loving playing cricket, to be honest. We're playing some amazing cricket. Obviously, seeing Lance Morris get some higher honours as well is is awesome to see and it's what we love seeing in our in our young guys getting selected. But I'm just honestly just ticking away, mate. I'm I'm happy where I am. Obviously be much happier. Everyone's gonna be happy if they're wearing the green and gold. Mm. Um, but I'm just gonna focus on what what's coming up next for me and um, at the moment that's in, in the green. And then when we get to the back half of the shield season, um, I'll start focusing on making runs for WA then. But that's about where I'm at to be honest. And I love that, and I can hear the, the determination and the passion in that. If you don't mind me asking, could you ever see yourself, and has there ever been the opportunity presented to you to represent your native Zimbabwe? I know you've been here since about the age of 11, but is that something that would ever be an eventuality? Uh, I, I don't think so, no. Um, they did reach out quite a few years ago, yep. around the time where I debuted for Australia. Yep. Um, and there was quite a few funny articles um, saying that I was turning my back on my home country and, oh. and bits and pieces like that. But, I mean, we, we made the move. Yep. My parents made the, the hard move uh, close to 20 years ago now. Mm. Um, and to be honest, it's the, the, the greatest opportunity my parents have ever given me. So I'll, I'll forever be in debt to them um, and I always see myself playing for, for Australia. Oh, that's beautiful, mate. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, and thank you for being able to, to share that. Uh, with us as well. Hey, um, I was listening to Dave Hussey talk about you and where you're at the other day when he was speaking to SEN, and he spoke about the fact that you know where that he believes you to be one of the cleanest strikers in uh, in the Big Bash, and and really um, has encouraged uh, the embracing of the role of the middle order finisher for you. Uh, clearly, he has a, a ton of faith in you, and why wouldn't he? Uh, and has real belief in what you bring to the group, when you've got a coach who's really barracking in that manner for you, um, what does that do for you um, mentally and emotionally uh, as a cricketer? I think it just, it gives you a whole lot of confidence going into a game when you're having a a net session with him before the game or whenever it is, you know that 100% he's backing your skills in and whether you do well or you might, you may fail because inevitably you're not going to, you're not going to do well every game. You know that you have really honest conversations and um, you know that whatever you do, he backs your ability and, and the processes that you go through to be able to execute those skills. And if you get them wrong, it's fine. You go into the nets, you work on them and you get better. And I think that's a, one of the greatest attributes I've noticed in, in coaches and especially Hussey. He backs you in. If you don't get it right, you go and work on it. There's, no, there's not too much negativity. It's all really positive reinforcement and, and trying to p- become a better player that way. Hilton, every time uh, I've been able to interview you, I always walk away going, geez, the time flew, and I wish I could have spoken to him longer. Mate, uh, good luck tonight. It's a really special night at the MCG. Thanks so much for the chat today. We look forward to speaking to you again soon throughout the, the BBL season. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you having me. Look forward to seeing everyone down there this evening. Absolutely. Get to the MCG tonight or late this afternoon at about 5 o'clock. Uh, for the Melbourne Stars and the Hobart Hurricanes. You'll hear it right here on SEN.